0: You know what i just realized what did you um, just realize so folks for you guys that don't know we are literally what 15 minutes after the end of the duck game on yeah on mm-hmm. Sunday night yeah and usually beforehand and we're, we're getting deep into the behind the scenes stuff of the show right usually beforehand we have a conversation we start okay who's going to be the one that's going to take the lead on the show who's going to be hosting you know what, what are the topics that we want to hit, and quite honestly, we didn't do any of that shit right now. We were I I mean, usually we're we're more prepared than this, right? But I mean it's kind of how it was last week, too. No, yeah, but I mean, after seeing the shit show that we just saw, I mean, so who's gonna take the lead on this one?
1: <laughs> I'll take the lead right now. Since we're going to talk Jets first, but before this we do, crazy. let's go ahead and talk to you guys that are here listening in. Thank you guys for joining us. This is the Blue versus Green Show. Um, I am Gabe. Next to me is Walt. And uh, we're going to jump right into the debacle that was yet again a New York football weekend. Um, but before we do, please make sure that you guys like, rate, share, and subscribe. Thank you guys for joining us. If you're returning, make sure that you're also hitting that notify button so that you can uh, kind of be up to date as soon as possible when we drop anything. So um, let's get right into it. Uh, it's uh so the, very interesting. Just as you guys can see on the banner, the Raiders defeated Jets. Everyone's already going to, you know, by the time you guys are watching this, you're going to have the news already on like uh, the, the results of the game. Um, but. What a roller coaster of emotion that the game was, not because of the game being up and down, up and down, but it's because of the PTSD of this is the same old Jets. Okay. Didn't start off looking like it was the same old Jets, but it ended up turning out to be the same old Jets. Um, Walt, give me your freshest thoughts. Tell me exactly how you're feeling and what are your overall thoughts on the game. Good, bad, and ugly.
0: You know, it, it, it's hard, it's hard to sit here and, you know, be a fan of the Jets and then afterwards try to talk about them because there is, and I, I hate that we have to be repetitive on this show, but quite quite frankly, If you want to hear how the Jets performed this week, look at our last episode. Or you know what? Maybe look at our episodes three episodes ago. Or maybe, you know what? Let's talk about the episode um, week two of the Jets. I mean, it, it comes to the point where you're just, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm saying the same things over and over and over again with this team. You know, it's the same things that you see: Zach being good, Zach being bad. The offensive line, to their credit, played well today. They did. They did. Drop balls, penalties, mistakes all around. All around. Three and outs. The Jets going from twenty to twenty, and then once they get to the twenty they go backwards and so instead of getting into the red zone and actually doing something you know what let's take a sack here let's do a penalty here let's run the ball and 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 run it straight into the middle three straight times oh how about this let's take a sack it's always the same thing with this team nothing ever changes I am sick and tired of listening to Salah, which I just did a couple of seconds ago, saying we keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Guess what? Do something about it. Ozama well, played a lousy game today. He was he was literally the reason why the Jets did not score a touchdown this week.
1: Yeah. The uh, same old thing. Yeah. Every yeah. I mean, I mean. Well, the thing is that I that I feel like you can a lot can be said about almost every single player in the game. Uzama was the reason you guys didn't score a touchdown, but Uzama was also one of the reasons why you actually even had a chance at the end of the game. Uh, Garrett Wilson making some amazing plays, but Garrett Wilson not making some plays, uh, balls being dropped, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, Zach looking great. Zach looking terrible. There's, like, no middle ground anywhere. There's no there's no game of inches. It's you either win by yards or you lose by yards with the Jets. Um, and that's, I think, what it is, is, that you're not playing the game of inches where it needs to be played. Um, and, and especially the biggest issue this season, if you take anything away from this season, you know, that's new you know, not even new. I don't even want to say that it's new, but it's, 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 uh, you know, we already knew that Zach was questionable. We already knew that, uh, offensive line was questionable. We already knew that, that, that coaching was questionable, but the lack of discipline is alarming. And, and that it's more than, than questionable coaching. That's, what are you doing during the week in between games that, well, rather, what are you not doing during the week in between games that these people are still committing the same amount of penalties, you know, the same kinds of penalties? It's you know what, it's you like okay, okay, we we're we're gonna stop like the false starts, but there's still some other penalties going on. But at least we corrected one. No, it's everything. It's holding. It's 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 false starts. It's really really dumb penalties too. Like some of these penalties are just like, what are you thinking? Like, are you back? Are, is this is JV. You know what I mean?
0: Know, you know. Asala, sala to to directly quote him, just dumb dumb stuff. Just, it, that, I mean, it really is. It really is. Penalties. And and the and, funny thing is, and here here's here's where we are with this. And you know, I don't know if there's a correlation to this or not, but you know, at the beginning of the year, the Jets were the least penalized team in and the NFL. Within these last five games, they are the most. And you know, there is this sense, at least for me where it's like you're, you're going through your offensive struggles, especially within the last five games, and you wonder if the penalties are a di- direct correlation to the fact that these players are realizing that they're struggling and they're trying to do too much, and it it shows up in, in penalties and things like that. I'm not excusing it because, you know what, there's no excuse for this, especially when you see – that these penalties are occurring at the worst possible times. But again, I, I wonder if this is subconsciously the players saying, you know what, I've got to do something. I've got to do something because we're not, we're not, we're not succeeding right now.
1: I, I, I think that I think that you're you're onto something. I think that it's kind of more of a symptom of of because of, of of the pressure that they're dealing with, right? Because right. I'm I'm for sure I know Salah. And hack it and the entire coaching staff are going, coming down on them on the penalties you know every single time but they're not really doing anything to correct it right so follow my train of thought here coach goes and rips your new one for 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 creating penalties and stuff like that you are stuck in your head because of the penalties that maybe cost the game cost the, the, the team the game and stuff and you're putting it on yourself next game comes around and in your mind, you're just like, don't false start, don't false start, don't false start. And next thing you know, you false start, and then right. you're having, and then it's kind of like snowballing. And that's because they're dealing with the pressure, not just from the outside or the coaches, and just and the pressure that they're putting themselves. Because every single one of these guys are professionals. There's no question about it. They're all trying to put on their best uh, foot forward, but they're not being taught how not to make these penalties. You know, and and it's hi, you know, it's back. <laughs> Show, stop it no touching the keyboard knock it off there's there there's no um it's it's uh it's anyway I, it, my my point is that they're not being given the tools necessary i think in order to kind of fix it they're just kind of being told hey you gotta fix this you gotta fix this but not being shown how to fix it you know and it's it is and yes of course you know it's one of those things where it's like well at this level you shouldn't have to fix it but this is where we are for example at this level Zach shouldn't be making rookie mistakes. He's making some mistakes that uh, that we see first-year quarterbacks do, but he's making them. Well, this is where you are. You're going to have to treat him like a rookie. You're going to have to treat him like you don't know how to not make these penalties. So coaching staff, do something about it. How is this week 10, and this is the reason that you're still losing, mainly because of penalties. Anything good that Zach does – gets nullified by the penalties. And unfortunately, the team isn't good enough to overcome it. And that is the primary issue why you're losing these games. And it feels like it's because of the penalties. And, and every team causes what's... penalties, every team drops balls. But oh, sure, teams, good teams overcome it.
0: Right. But you know what this team, this team is not, I-, I hate to say it in this in this way is but this is just the reality of it. This team is not talented enough offensively. To overcome those penalties, and that's that's a very damning statement because you look at this team. This team is a, is is one that has Garrett Wilson, who, just as an aside, he is probably the only top ten wide receiver that has to work as hard as he has to to get the yards that he gets. It is unbelievable how how difficult it is for. Garrett Wilson with all that talent that he has to just get what every other, every other wide receiver can, can do normally. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's frustrating. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta imagine that it's frustrating for him also, but look at, look at this offense. This offense has Garrett Wilson who's a game breaker and, and a dog clearly because like I said, that man is fighting tooth and nail for every yard that he gets. Right. And then you look at Brees Hall, who is probably one of the most talented running backs in football, can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? This offense is not good enough, you know? And and so here's the most damning thing about this particular game, this specific game, this game against the Las Vegas Raiders. The New York Jets were outcoached by an interim rookie head coach. And it was more. It was clear as day in the fourth quarter how badly yeah. they were out. Yeah, he, that's, right? that is the thing. They, they were out. And, and the truth is that. And and let, let me just finish this part, mm-hmm. and then then you can you can yeah, hit yeah, up yeah. on this. The New York Jets were outplayed by a rookie quarterback, where you have Zach Wilson, who's been here for three years and gone through the stuff. And who was the one that showed more poise, if, if anything? That was Aiden O'Connell, to be quite frank. And I, yes, you can make the case that Zach Wilson, he tried to lead them back, right? But you know what? Same mistakes. Same mistakes yeah. were happening. Yeah. So that's the most damning thing that you have a team that was outcoached by a rookie and outplayed in the quarterback position by a rookie. Who, by Don't the way, that. second game. Yeah. Yeah, play. don't
1: forget that this offensive coordinator... <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> that's, don't that's forget perfect. that this offensive coordinator is also the interim or brand new on the it's job. It's only his so, second. It's oh the entire team. Yeah, you know, the thing is like, now you know how I felt after the game last week where it's like, this is not supposed to happen. Maybe it felt like it was supposed to happen more so to the Giants than the Jets. I feel like it really wasn't supposed to happen to the Jets, but you guys wouldn't be the Jets if it didn't happen to you guys too. Um, the the The... The, the the interesting thing is that yeah, you guys, you know, I was gonna come in and say, you know what, like we both got outplayed, but you know, the Jets are both bad teams and and, and you know, um uh, uh, uh the, the Raiders and Pierce and um and who's the OC, regardless, and, and McConnell yes. the quarterback and stuff like that, you know, 16 points is not gonna cut it in this league against, you know, some of the better teams. But then I forgot that you guys actually have a top five defense. You guys really do, you know, and, 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 and the thing is your defense, but the thing is your defense actually gave you so many chances. Just like previous games this season, just like the Patriots, just like the Giants, your team, your defense gave you every single opportunity you guys needed to win the game. Uh, And, and even though last week I would say that, even though the defense played well, um, they didn't. Uh, they didn't win the game for you guys this week. The defense was trying to win the game for you guys. Even when you said that you thought that the defense looked defeated, right after you said that, they get a freaking. Uh, they they get a was it an interception or a fumble? I think it was a fumble. Fumble. All right, you know, you got to stop knocking down the camera and everything. Jesus. Um, the uh, they defeated they give you and another exhausted. shot at the game. Defeated you know, back the ball. What they felt like. Yeah, I mean it's just and the thing is that like what I think is that it really is, I think, a an issue with the team as a whole, which is an indictment on the coaching. Because if your quarterback shows that he can make certain plays, your your offense shows that they can make plays too, right? You got receivers that make you know, a hard place. We'll talk a little bit about how Zach Wilson can make insane throws look easy. And then the easiest throws look dumb hard. I I do not understand. Like it it was so much more obvious tonight that I I just don't know. I've been saying
0: that since last year. I've been saying since last year, Zach makes the the easy throws hard and he makes the hard throws look easy.
1: Yeah. And we're going to get into that in a moment Mm because I really want to get into that. Uh, But your, your quarterback can make plays, even though they make mistakes, your, your offense can catch balls and, 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 and break through and make plays. And sometimes they just really, really don't. Your defense is killer. Your special teams is awesome, you know, but if you're faltering everywhere in your offense, your defense, sometimes in your special teams, rarely actually. Um, but in your discipline in the game and in play calling, this is, this is, I feel like it really is kind of boiling down more to just the coaching. I think that it really is just that because if if you have the talent there, but it's not coming out or the mistakes are not being corrected, either your coaching doesn't know how to get the talent elevated or it doesn't know how to suppress the mistakes. And if in this team it looks like neither of those are happening, it's got to all be coaching.
0: Here's, here's, here's my take on this. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm going to give you a hot take. Uh, I, I really don't think that uh, Zach Wilson should start next week. and, really? and, and the the reason why is this. Um, again, I have I have the post game on. I'm 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 kind of like watching here and there, and I see Zach up there on, on the podium. And you know what? It's the same thing over and over again. We need to yep. be better. I got to find a way to be better. You know what? I've heard the script now for three years. Three years. Huh? This is not. This is not a singular thing. This is not just something that popped up out of out of nowhere all of a sudden for the last two weeks. This is three years of the same thing. Yeah, it really is end. kind of the same stuff. And and you know we had this big discussion this week about Zach, about the backup quarterbacks on this team. You know I had put out a stat which um, Jose, who's unfor- unfortunately could not make the the podcast today, right. But I had put out a stack that the Jets backup quarterbacks in the time that Zach Wilson has been here as a jet court starting quarterback, the Jets backup have not even by a slim margin, by a wide wide margin, have outperformed Zach Wilson. And I think the stat was what they were they were throwing at 304 yards a, a clip a game. Uh where yeah, Zach, Zach I, was think, like- I think they
1: were averaging that. I know that we were disputing, um, uh, the, the 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 charts. But mm-hmm. when we looked into the stats directly, I mean, it, they, they were even though yeah, they were they were averaging that. Yeah, yeah, and, was, and I, was- I
0: mean, you you look you look at this, and again, I I hate to say it, but we've done this for three years now. This is not an isolated thing. You want to say that that Zach has improved, and I, I said it on the podcast last week. Mechanic-wise, he is better. The problem with Zach right now is that he's having trouble processing what he sees on the field. And that interception in the fourth quarter, a perfect example yeah. of that. A perfect yeah. example of that. That was really bad. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm to the point right now where it's like, you know what? You want to say that Maybe Zach gives you the best uh, a chance to win a game. He clearly is the most talented quarterback on the team, but he may not be your best quarterback because you know what? Just because you can throw a ball 70 yards down the field does not make you the best quarterback. You, there is layers to being a good quarterback. A good quarterback has to be able to read a defense before the snap. A good quarterback is supposed to be able to read a defense within three seconds after the snap. A good quarterback has to have good mechanics. He's got to have a good grasp of, of the offensive playbook. He's got to be able to have the trust of his coaches. I don't think Zach has any
1: of that right now. You know who and had so, that tonight? McC- McConnell. He's exactly. out there. He, he's calling out blitzes. He's calling out spies. He's calling everything out from the beginning of the game. I was like, wow, this kid does not look like a rookie straight up.
0: And, and and he so didn't play like a rookie. My, my point here is that. How could it be worse? You know, again, I'm going to go back to our chat. And one of the things that I sent you guys, right, was the definition of insanity is what? Doing, doing the same, same thing, thing over and over and over and, over and expecting a different result. And that is what we, as a Jets organization, have been doing for the last three years. that's have to ask you, I think it's you, time for a change. I do really you, you guys
1: change. are... are... Four and five, so it's not completely – again, you're still not completely out of it. But would again. you would you consider the season uh, lost yet now considering looking at the schedule moving forward? <laughs> because last week was a must-win game. You didn't win that one, but thankfully no one in the AFC won either. And uh, so then this game became the must-win game because you got the Bills and then the Dolphins right after um and you didn't win this one losing to the bills and losing to the dolphins uh back to back that would be a huge blow um what do you and 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 here's the thing i know that you said that uh that that the jets play down to the level of the team i actually don't think that the raiders were a bad team i think that you guys just had a really great defense um but i don't think that they were necessarily a bad team today or last week um because I can't really see, like, if I if I think back on it, I can't really pinpoint anything particularly that I saw from the Raiders that they did bad. Um, uh, whereas with the Jets, we could pinpoint a lot. Um, do you, are you ready to say that the season's over or no?
0: I can't. Because you know what? Next week, the Jets can come out and beat the Bills. And all of a sudden, we're back in it again. So then and, my follow And, and that's and that's the that's the maddening thing about being a Jets fan, because you know, just a couple of weeks ago, we were in the eighth spot in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of the playoffs, right? We were one spot away from getting in as a wild card. Yeah. As it sits right now, we're 12th. The Raiders just jumped over us. Okay. And, and so, but the maddening thing is that because everybody's so bunched up and because now the jets are playing in division opponents in conference opponents right um they beat the bills and the dolphins they're right back at it but but the question know, is but that's, 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 what, that's what, I mean you, know, that, you know the that, thing that, is that that's you guys it is right I, yeah you know that they are capable of beating the bills you've seen them do it before but will they do it and then yeah, and then I think, that I, think gonna do, tougher, you know? I think this is going to be a much tougher I
1: think going to be much tougher for for you guys to 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 win because you guys are going to be at the Bills. Uh the Bills are going to be looking for revenge from this season specifically. You're going in there as a team that is dejected from uh um from from this loss specifically. Um and and I don't know. I think that like if you guys beat the Bills then then you guys got a shot. If you guys lose to the Bills, I think that you guys oh, are Oh, it's done. over. It's over. yeah. If if we beat the Bills, I wanted to talk a little bit about Zach before moving on. I know that we've hit the coaching defense has been great, Um, uh, but with Zach specifically, and 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 I know a lot of people are gonna you know maybe say that we're just hating on Zach for that. I'm just hating on Zach. We've already said that we know that it's not just Zach; that it is the whole team. And there's a lot of things that need to be corrected and to be fair to some of those of you guys uh, some of those that that think that that the entire media is like that the, to be honest the last week the last two weeks really if even though the media is highlighting Zach they also are all agreeing that it isn't just Zach but Zach is the only constant that you can control and change right you can't you you can't you can't change your entire receiving core you can you can And you, I mean, you do in the game, right? Like you're interchanging receivers, you're interchanging running backs, you're interchanging linemen here and there. But the quarterback is the one constant. And it's the easiest thing that you can kind of, hey, let's take this one Lego piece out and put this other one and see if it fits better. Uh, And and the main reasons were kind of highlighted today where, again, we saw him do some amazing Aaron Rodgers-like passes. But then sometimes when he's trying to throw like Aaron Rodgers – uh, unnecessarily, that's when some of these, these 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 plays I feel like are drop passes or maybe not the best reads, um or or just or just missed shots altogether. Um, what do you think is the reason that? Because I think it's just that he's he's trying too hard to look good. Uh, but what do you think is the main reason that 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 you think that uh that Zach? makes the hard stuff look good and easy and makes the easy stuff look so difficult. I, I I'm I'm at a loss. I, I really
0: don't know because you know um Zach Zach Wilson if if we look at his stats for this week, right? 23 of 39 for 263 with a with an interception and two sacks, right? Um right. so
1: he was better with the sacks this week. But yeah, okay. But hold on, let's talk about the sacks. Those two sacks came back to back, right out of the half.
0: Yeah, I know. You know, it was only
1: two sacks, but it was like two of the worst sacks at the most inopportune moments. And and
0: you also had the sack where he lost the fumble, where he fumbled the ball, right? And it seems like every time he gets sacked, he fumbles the ball, right? So we're not we're not getting the we're not getting the interceptions, although we did get one this week. But we are getting the The fumbles. And we're, we're getting turnovers from him. Any, anyway, so you're replacing fumbles for tu- for – you're replacing interceptions for fumbles with Zach, okay? Zach has no presence because he, he doesn't feel the pressure, you know? So, so, of course, when he gets hit, he's going to fumble the ball because he doesn't feel the pressure coming down on him, you know? He's holding that ball way out there so, you know, you guys can grab yeah. it and, and stuff like that because he doesn't feel the pressure because he doesn't have the presence of mind to understand that, you know, here, here they it's come. Called, and this is where called it, situational where awareness. Exactly. So, you know, the, the problem that I see with Zach, again, I, I I go back to this whole thing. First of all, I don't think that the coaching staff trusts him. I I, I really hate to say it because you look at just this game. This game is a microcosm of hmm. what's wrong with Zach and how the coaches look at him because you look at you look at the way that he started this game and he looked like chiefs zach right he yeah was zipping the ball around he was throwing dots he was making good decisions he was getting the ball out on time and then all of a sudden after those first three drives it just stopped let's give the ball let's let's give the ball to to cook for two first down second down let's get him into third and five again third and six and it's 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 a it's a very very maddening thing because you look at you look at how he started this game and I said okay okay I'm I'm feeling Zach right now I'm liking what this what this Zach is giving me right now and then all of a sudden it's just a complete tonal shift where it's like you know what now let's just run the ball into 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 the middle of that defense and on top of that let's run the ball right at Crosby.
1: Let's do you know, that. so I I, you know? I have to push back a little bit on the notion that they don't trust them because we saw some, we did see some interesting plays being called and and some 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 deep balls and stuff like that. Um, I do think, and I thought that the running game, especially with Davon Cook, Davon Cook, I think had, you know, I, I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I had do, just from runs, huh? He only had he
0: only had a couple of runs.
1: Yeah, he only had a couple of runs. He only had a couple, a couple. He was only handed the ball a few times, not that many times. But the yeah. runs that he did, he had, he had some four success. Times. Four carries, four times, huh? Four carries. Exactly. He had four carries for how many yards? Twenty-six. That's calculates what more five, than five. five that's that's decent. Something. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's decent. He did his job, you know. Um, and and getting to third and four, third and five. That's third and manageable, and I think that when you have a quarterback that can make the easy passes, uh, that's when third and manageable becomes manageable. The issue is that Zach, I don't think that it's so much, and this might be a hot take, I don't think that it's so much that the coaches don't trust Zach. I think Zach doesn't trust Zach, but and I can. think that that's the reason that Zach, when he throws, when it's these like kind of like easy passes, He doesn't trust himself to make the easy passes, so he throws it a little bit too early. Or he throws it with a little bit too much zip on them when they don't need to have it. He throws it with a sidearm and no look when it's right there. You don't need to do that stuff. And it's like, I feel like maybe Zach doesn't trust that he can just make the easy plays sometimes. And sometimes he does. There's no question about it. But I feel like he's just trying too hard um, to, to cover up his own mistakes. And maybe that's the issue with the whole team, right? Like they're all trying too hard to cover up their must- their own mistakes, and then making more of them because of it.
0: But but here's here's the thing that I that I that I wonder about this coaching staff, and, and again, you know, it, it goes back to the lack of imagination that this coaching has staff this coaching staff has in terms of just the scheming up plays because you know what you, you look at you look at how the jets play right? First down, yeah. second down, you know, you, uh, most of the time, you're you're giving Brees Hall, and you're running him right into a wall, right? Brees Hall has shown that he can get outside. That's where he's most di- more dynamic, and you saw it even in this game. When those screen passes were, were kicked out to him out to the outside of the tackles, he had net positive gains, right? But whenever you're, you're playing with Brees Hall, you're throwing him, and and trying to just throw him right in the middle of the in the middle line, right behind the center, right in that a gap and stuff. And so, you know, you're not doing. And then to top it all off, when you do get to third, third down, you pull him, you take out one of your most dynamic playmakers and you pull him. And so, yeah, what, yeah what I mean, I, I, I,
1: I can. I can I can understand running it, trying to run it through the middle, so that like you're at least telling the defense that hey, yeah, when Brees is in, we're running into the middle, so this way the screen passes can work, right? When Brees is in the game, yeah, that's you his, know
0: that's not his forte.
1: I. I understand, but you don't have anybody else. That's supposed to be Dalvin Cook, but Dalvin Cook isn't isn't executing there. So if you take that completely away and you just have screen passes and screen runs, then the defense is gonna be able to prepare for that the entire game. You have to be able to try to push it through the middle. So this way you're at least showing the defense that, hey, this is a potential threat. So this way the screen passes, the screen plays rather that they can work. Um,
0: What what happens is you you get Brees Hall, 13 carries for 28 yards. That's what you're doing to your one of your best playmakers right yeah yeah and i mean it got
1: it's got to include it's got to include more varied running play that's for and sure that's um, the problem and bro. and yes and yes but the bigger re- the bigger problem too though is that you know these running plays don't exist because of the penalties because you, it, it goes three and 15, three and 18, three and 20 or two or two and 18 or whatever you're fighting from 20 to 30 from 15 to 20 yards now it has to Agreed. be a pass Agreed. And 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 that takes away the running game as well. So, but it, so it yeah. also
0: doesn't help. It also doesn't help that when you t-
1: consistently take Brees Hall out, right
0: on third down, and then when you put it back in, you're you're signaling to the defense, "Hey,
1: guess what? We're going to Brees Hall." Right. And and there's going to be certain things that you're not going to be able to hide from the defense. Yeah, but there's certain things you're not going to be able to hide from the defense. I mean, Devontae Adams is in there. You know for a fact that it's going to Devontae Adams or that he's going to be the primary target. Regardless of like as soon as as soon as he's in there, you just know that that is just just like Garrett Wilson. Okay, if Garrett Wilson did, that's the primary target. Now, now I would say that it's easier to read the Raiders (coughs) off because of, you know, Devontae Adams from a from a pass. Uh, from a pass defense uh, uh, perspective, than it is the the Jets because the Jets you do have you do have Conklin and you do have Garrett Wilson. Even though Lazard isn't uh, making any role plays, it's still a threat. So it, I think it's a little bit harder. Um, that being said, Garrett Wilson, I don't think that he had the best night. Uh, um, that he, he's had, to, he he made some amazing plays tonight, but not the best night. He didn't. He, he wasn't able to get free often. Um, he wasn't able to make certain plays that he could have not necessarily should have but could have made that could have turned the game but again you can't leave it i don't think that you can um rest the win of the game all on one player's uh shoulders you know because what player what player in any game is going to make every single play it's just impossible you're going to have drop passes and and we're going to complain about them the problem is that the drops the drop passes and the misplays from the Jets become the thing like, oh, if he had just caught that ball, we would have won this game. Oh, if we didn't get that penalty, we would have won this game. And that's where it comes back to just not overcoming these issues that are normal in every game. Show me one game where there isn't a drop pass. I just don't think that it exists. But you just can't overcome it. Now, real yeah, quick, can. I just want to know any, like, final thoughts that you guys have, that, that you have. Uh, you guys, because Jose's not here. Um I've given, I think, you know, all of my thoughts on the game. Uh I think that it's I think that it's uh it it shows that it's boiling down more and more to the coaching staff. Um play calling is still, you know, I think if I do think that the play calling was better in this game than than in past games. Um, but it's obviously what's happening during the week of practice. I don't again, it just looks like they're not being coached.
0: Yeah, I just I am um, I'm listen. I, I I think right now what you what you're seeing is is a team like you said that's that's being poorly coached. I think I think the deficiencies really lie on on the play caller. I'm you know I'm I I think it also lies with Salah in terms of in terms of you know what you gotta you gotta hold these guys accountable. You really do, and I don't see that happening. And I, I really do think that at this point, Salah has has to has to really look at this team and say, you know what? I've got to make a change to the quarterback position. And listen, I I am not advocating and saying that Tim Boyle or uh, Trevor Simeon is going to be a better quarterback than, than Zach Wilson. I'm really not. And I'm also not saying that changing them is, is going to 100% change the way this team plays, right? But what I am saying is that if you're not making a change and you're not showing your team, it's not just the offense, it's not just Zach. If you're not showing your team that you're trying to do everything you possibly can as a coach to win, I, you know what? This team has been for the last three years a very tight-knit team this team aside from the elijah moors and the denzel mims has for the most part always preached what salah is 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 cooking there right he's 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 always he's always about we're a team we hold each other accountable we have each other's back there's gonna come a point where this defense is saying is gonna say what the fuck zach we're giving no. you every single opportunity. We're putting you, we're putting you in the position, we're taking the ball away, something that they haven't done in past years, right? We're taking yeah. the ball away. There's gonna come a point where this team, as good as as good as teammates as they are, this team is gonna fracture, and Sala is risking it every single week with this blind devotion to Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, you 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 hit you hit the nail on the head. To be honest with you, it's just that I think any any other de- any other decent offense with the way that the defense has been giving you opportunities to win this, uh, win games, this would have been a blowout game. This should have easily been thirty something to twelve. You know, Um yeah,
0: this there there was no oh, reason man. for this game to be tied going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, there was no reason for this not been twenty
1: one six. Yeah, you know, going sure. into going into the fourth, you know, so If, if you had some um, discipline,
0: if if you had this would have been a blowout easily in my mind.
1: Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So, at least so the, the, you know, the team the team might have been eating up all the stuff that Salah's been uh cooking, but uh you know, at some point they might be they might be getting tired of that dish. So. You know. Uh all right. Now The Giants. Uh, it, it goes from bad to worse. <laughs> and you know what? Are you, ta- are you talking about the Jets to the Giants or just week to week with the Giants? Because that's really what it is, week to week with the Giants. It just goes from bad to worse than worse.
0: This is my take between the Giants and the Jets this year. Me, per- And I, I don't know if it's because I'm a Jet fan, mm-hmm. right? But I, I've watched the Giants more carefully this year more than any other year before. Yeah, maybe the '86 season because I was actually enamored with that team. And again, I've said it before; I'll say it again. Lawrence Taylor is one of my favorite players of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But I, I, I look at I look at the differences between these two teams. I know you know you're probably going to disagree, but I think it is worse right now to be a Jets fan mm-hmm. than it is to be a Giants fan. And I'm gonna give you the reason why. And then you you can respond to this and you tell sure. me your take on this, right? Sure. The Giants have already shown that they're going to be a bad team this year. Okay. So what you're doing right now is just writing to the end of the year in an effort to get this thing over, get that second pick in the draft, and move forward. That is that is where Giants fans, I believe, are right now. You you're just you're just waiting until week eighteen to say, you know what? Finally. Okay. The jets, however, is the team that you are, you are, you are the guy that got hit by a car and you are now in life support and one day you you feel well enough that you think you're going to get out of the hospital. And then the next day it's all of a sudden a setback. And then the following day, they tell you, you might be out in a couple of weeks. And then the next day they say, well, you know what? Maybe you might have to be here for a month. And then your rehab starts and you start taking those first steps. But then the second time, the second day of rehab, you fall down and you break your arm. That is what a Jet fan is right now. And I think that is more frustrating because we are being teased all throughout this season of how this Jet team can be a playoff team but yet
1: we're not going to do that for you you know so i so you know first of all i'm i'm going to semi agree with you and the reason i say that is because i think in the long term yes it's definitely worse to be a jets fan i've already told you that i think that it's that the jets i think are in a worse situation than the giants are regardless of the situation the, the, the regardless of the fact that you have all these Key players, and you have Aaron Rodgers, and this, that, and the third, right? I don't believe. I I believe that you guys are in a worse situation because long term, you yeah. guys are going to have to like, you guys are going to have to 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 essentially uh, pay for everything that you've just, you know, uh, like done this these last couple what, of years you what, know what, doubling down the, on back and Aaron Rodgers and and having to find a new QB in three years anyway and losing everything that you have right now the yeah, Giants
0: are in um you gotta rob Peter to pay Paul <laughs> yeah right that's, yeah uh
1: yeah. oh, man I haven't heard that one in a long time there you um go. but the, the, to give you my own version of the analogy I think the Jets are the Jets the situation I find with the Jets and the Giants uh, maybe before th- today you know because with the jets it was the jets are driving a car while we were broken down we already knew that hey this car just does not work right we need to buy a new car but we Absolutely. don't have the money we don't have the funds hallelujah we no way, so we're just trying to we're trying to piece together whatever we can so that we can buy a new car you guys are driving a car and you don't and, and there's something wrong with it but you don't know what's wrong with it and you're just going to keep chugging along until it finally breaks down and you get and you break down in the middle of nowhere with no AAA, no mechanics nearby, nothing. And Can I tell you a story? Situation that you guys in.
0: Can I tell you a story?
1: And I think this We got to talk about the like Giants, this. don't forget, but yeah, go oh, on. I
0: know, I know, but let me let me tell you a story. So and and it fits perfectly with what you just said, right? Okay. So way way back in the days, my father when I was like a teenager, um, he finally bought his first brand new car. Like before it was just used cars or, you know, hand-me-downs and things like that. Right. Yeah. He bought his first brand new car. He bought it in Brooklyn, right outside the Manhattan bridge. It was, it was a, a Buick dealership and he bought a, I believe it was like an 87 Buick century limited. Okay? Okay. It was powder blue interior leather, beautiful interior, gorgeous, right? Like top-of-the-line stuff, okay? Took it off the lot. For the next three months, that car kept on breaking down. Okay. Really? Yes. It was a lemon. And at the time, the lemon laws were were out there. You know what I'm saying? In New York, if a dealer sells you a car and you, I think it's like a year or, or something, you have the right to take it back to the dealer if they can't fix it and they have to give you your money back, right? My father instead said, you know what? Let's fix this car. Because if we fix this car, it's going to be beautiful. Okay. So for those first three months, we suffered with this car breaking down. And I remember one night where we were driving from Queens. We lived in Jamaica at the time, all the way to Brooklyn. It was a rainy night. That car stalled on us seven times on the way over there. Okay. What ended up happening is that he held the car long enough that he couldn't apply the Lemon Law. He ended up selling the car, taking it at a loss, and getting a brand new car. Because guess what? You could never fix that car. That car was broken in a way that you could not
1: fix it. And, and that car's right. name was Zach. Zach <laughs> uh Let's move yeah on to the Giants. That's, that's yeah that's that's kind of the situation of the state of New York football uh the yeah. Giants there really isn't much to talk about we got completely demolished um you know there, there wasn't there wasn't a lot you know I think the, the 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 broadcast team did a good job of of keeping things in line and letting reminding people that like really the situation with the Giants is that that this season is over and what what we're, what we're doing now is kind of trying to get as much evaluation of the players that we do have so that we see what we're going to take, what we're going to trade, what we're going to get rid of, um, what are we going to bring in next year? Um, uh, but some interesting things happened in the game today. We don't need to kind of like detail what happened. As you can see, it was a total blowout, you know? Um, but, uh, I'll say like for my part, I thought Tommy DeVito, I thought Tommy DeVito played pretty decent. Um, I liked how much poise he had. I like how tough he is. Um, I think that uh I think that he 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 did he did a decent job at QB given the situation that he's dealing with and specifically with it's it's the Cowboys. I mean, you know, as 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 much as I hate to say it, the Cowboys are a whole other league above us and and and, and it shows. Um so I didn't expect anything less. I expected something around 40 points for the Cowboys, 30, 40 points. Easy. I didn't, you know, there was no reason not to. Like we're a more banged up team than we were when we faced them. When we obviously, when we started the season, what reason would there be for us to 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 overachieve from from the very first game? You know, um, aside right. from the fact that we have better weather. Uh, so I I was looking for Tommy DeVito and see how he carried himself. And I thought he carried himself pretty well. I think that he could become a good game manager in the future as a backup. Uh, this is going to sound weird. I think he looks really small for the role. Um, I don't know his stats, but he looked kind of small. He looked uh, like I, I think that they're. I don't know how long he could last out there being taken, taking all the, taking all these beatings. Yeah um with the offensive line that we have so that kind of scares me and there's reports that uh he uh after the game went for x-rays don't know what for i know that he fell hard on his shoulder Mm -hmm. uh i was having some issues with that late in the game so that would absolutely suck if we lose a third qb this season um but outside of that there's really nothing else you know (coughs) know, fuck the cowboys for being assholes they don't have to go for on 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 fourth and uh one from their territory, they can kick the field goal. There's only a couple minutes left, and you already completely blew out the game, but you're gonna keep going for it, just trying to run through our defense over and over again. You know, if I like if I was anybody on the Giants coaching staff, I would not shake anyone's hand there. Um uh I I, I don't know. Like that that really pissed me off. You already know that we're banged up. Honestly, like it was it was unnecessary. They could have they could have taken a knee for the last five minutes and we wouldn't have come close to winning this game. But yeah. no, they want to kind of beat it down for us because they want to give all their players, the, it, it, to them, they looked at us like, hey, this is how I'm going to pad my stats this season. Cooper Rush, go pad your stats. And it sucks that we could, I'm sorry I'm ranting right now. I just realized that I'm like super ranting. <laughs> no, but it sucks that we have a team that can't even stop the secondary offensive unit from going downfield marching down and 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 driving it down our throats on a fourth down and then scoring on a touchdown man i you know i feel some type of way about that you know um we're yeah. already pretty beaten down uh yeah i'm sorry i completely i realized i went off the rails i apologize 640 yards of offense for the cowboys
0: this week and that's with Dak sitting out the fourth quarter, right? Six hundred and forty yards. You know, there, there's something to be said where you know. I I think we're we're now at the at the point where I think this Giants defense, which was playing so well up until a couple of weeks ago, um, I think they're taking a flyer on the season. You know, I, I I just I I really believe that now. To your point of Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito is six foot two and he weighs 210 pounds and that's probably with the helmet and the pads on. Okay. Um, but here, here's the more, here's the more damning part about it. Tommy DeVito has more touch, has more touchdown passes than Daniel Jones this season. Um, and he's only done it with 57 attempts where Daniel Jones has had 160 attempts to do so. Um, so there's a positive there with, Tommy DeVito, at least you can say that he he, it looks like there's the semblance of an offense that's moving there. Now, he's he has he has the context, man. Context is important. No, 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 I know. I'm just I'm I'm just throwing you stats. Right. Yeah. But he does have the luxury of a more stable offensive line right now because you've found you found some guys to kind of plug and play in there who are actually playing decently well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um but you know the Giants I I think they really have gotten to the point where they've punted for for this season. You still have to play Philadelphia twice. You know. Oh my god. Just just have that in context. You're playing the Who created the schedule for the Giants?
1: I don't, I don't know. But it, what it the hell? So, I completely forgot about that. But now that I think about it, at yeah. what point did we have an easy part of the schedule? You've got as as um you've got
0: the Patriots coming up, which is which should be in theory an easy game because they're about as bad as you guys are, right? Um, but then you got the Packers, the
1: Saints, the Eagles, the Rams, and then the Eagles to end the season.
0: There is a very oh, very good end time. of the
1: season. The very end of the season is where the NFL is like, oh, you know what? Let's give the end of the season. Let's sort of give the Giants a little bit of an easier schedule, but not too easy. Let's throw the let's throw the the, the best team in the league. Let's put them at the end twice for them. Two,
0: yeah, two out of the last three games are against the Eagles. Go figure that one out, right? You're you're at this point where you're definitely in evaluation mode. You're definitely, you're definitely, and and so the question now becomes really for the Giants. It's not whether you're going to win week to week, is whether you're going to do enough to lose to make sure that you get a a good draft pick. And I know that's not something that the Giants players will ever say, and they won't because they're competitors. You'll never hear the Giants coaches say that because again, they're they're there and they're evaluated by the amount of wins. Um, that you have, but as fans, um, and it sucks to say this, but I, I've seen a lot of fans celebrating the fact that you guys got destroyed here because this now puts you in
1: good, perfect alignment within the draft. You are now the second pick in the draft, right? Right. No, I understand that. Um, I, I I could care less about those fans. I don't believe in tanking. I know that the players don't believe in tanking, but I don't. No I don't does. believe in it as as a concept either. You know, because I know that the players won't or shouldn't, at least, you know, if you if you're tanking as a player. No, but if you're tanking as a player, you know, then you're also on tape. It's not just that it shows on tape. Yeah, it shows on tape. But like, even if someone were (coughs) even if someone were to say that, like, oh, like, well, he played like that because he's tanking. So let's give him a pass. (coughs) You're tanking as a player. You're you're destroying your own career stats. You know, you only have a limited limited number of uh, snaps that you can play. And every snap counts towards your career when it comes to to football. I mean, shelf life is ten years for any given player. Um, so it's not, only,
0: it's not only that. Also, every time you step on the field, you're you're not playing for yourself; <clears> you're <throat> playing for your team. But you're also auditioning
1: for thirty one other teams exactly. That's what I'm saying. The same I,
0: time, so you'll never see them tank. That's not right. That's right. So players going aren't going to
1: gonna do, do that. I don't right. necessarily think that 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 the sideline coaches are going to do that. you know, I don't think Dable would ever do that. Um, that would only come, I think, from uh, the front office saying, "Hey, Dable, you got to sit this guy this whole game. You know, no questions asked." That's where it would come from, and I don't think that Joe Shane's that guy either. I don't um, think a lot of
0: a lot of GMs would do that either because it sends a bad message. Also,
1: yeah, it know? does. So I don't. So so again, so it's not even a topic that I would want to discuss or even give any kind of credence to because. I don't care about it, and neither does the team care well, about it.
0: The, well, the only reason that I bring it up is, and, you know, here we are week 10, is because I wanted to get your thoughts on what the strategy should be for the Giants when it comes to draft season. Um, you're, you're definitely going to get a high pick. This is a, a very quarterback-rich draft class, you know, you, you can go down to Michael Penix, you can you can talk about Caleb Williams. You could talk about Derek May. That you know, there's that that JJ guy. I forgot what what the heck his name is. But there are, there are quarterbacks to be had. But there's also that shiny little gem in Ohio State. His name is Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And, and so um, my my question to you is: Are are you taking that pick? First of all, are you keeping that pick? If it's if it's a number so, two pick. So, or if you are, are you going quarterback?
1: Are you going wide receiver? Are you going offensive line?
0: That's the question. So my 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 my
1: strategy for the draft would be that if I can get Caleb, I take Caleb. Uh, really? Yeah, only because I he's. You were more a May fan. Well, it's just because Caleb is worth so much to the eyes of all the other teams, right? So Caleb is, you know, I I'm not a fan of Caleb but I take Caleb because he's worth so much more. If he really is the quarterback and he's a stud stud quarterback, then next year, Daniel Jones is probably going to play. You make Daniel Jones compete for his job again against Caleb. And if Daniel Jones ends up, you know, somehow earning another, another year or two years of, of, of contract, then you can trade Caleb for, for another more stable quarterback plus picks. Um, uh, or Caleb completely outshines Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones takes the long walk uh into the sunset, or at least Daniel Jones competes enough to then become, uh you know, somebody else's, you know, QB. Regardless, that's what I would do. Now, if we don't have a first pick or, or high enough pick to pick Caleb, then I would probably trade down to, like, fourth or fifth pick so I can – take one of the other quarterbacks a little bit later, but then gain some picks to then start by receivers. Um, That would be my strategy. If I can't get Caleb, then I want to draft down. So I I want to trade down a couple picks to pick one of the other uh, quarterbacks that it seems like this is going to be one of the best quarterback classes that we've seen in a very, very long time, uh, so that we can also use some of that draft capital that we'll get from that trade that trade down, mm-hmm. or wide receivers. Um, but wide receiver, one right receiver, and then the rest of it has to be O-line depth, nothing else. You know, we need, we need as much depth in the O-line as possible because you can pick the best O-line, uh, of, you know, tackle, guard, you know, anything if you don't have the depth and that rookie doesn't perform, that's it, your entire season is blown up because that's what happened to us this year.
0: It's funny you say that because we're seeing something very interesting happening down in Texas, and I'm not talking about the the Cowboys. I'm talking about more the no, the Houston no, no, Texans, the, the, right? The Texans, yeah. Because you you look at you look at this kid, and you know they picked him second, right? He was the second pick in the draft, CJ Stroud. Yeah. Cj CJ Stroud is having a magical and amazing season with an offensive line that isn't great with right receivers that if i if i told you who their names were, you'd be like who you know so you know it it's it's kind of conducive to say it can be done um even without those things you know yeah the thing is is, which is interesting right but what i find interesting is that um you are ready to move on from daniel jones that's, it's that's it's not so that that I'm I'm, it's not so much that
1: it's not so much that I'm ready to move on from Daniel Jones is that I, it's it's reading the tea leaves. This is what's going to happen. It's just I don't know I don't know how how so let's, I don't let's, know how the Giants and the let's fans. play a game. Let's play. A game. Okay, okay. okay. But before player. we play that game real quick, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about the Texans. I know CJ Stroud's been doing great. He hasn't played against a decent defense the entire season.
0: Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. But like I said. He he's he's throwing for he's throwing the ball all over the yard, you know.
1: We're yeah, there. I know. Hit the first the first team the first team that he plays that has really good defense is you guys on December tenth. Everyone else has been crap defense the entire season. And you the know, Texans what? I would say probably have the easiest schedule in the entire season. I'm actually going to be at that game. You are.
0: Be at, I am going to the Texans game and watch. It's going to be another disappointing day out in East Rutherford.
1: Damn, I would like to go to that game.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting game. I'll see. I'll see if I can get a ticket for you. You know what I'm saying? Know, maybe we'll make it a, a B versus G uh,
1: road trip and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You know? But EBG. Um, All right, let's play this game.
0: Yeah, let's play this game. Gabriel Marte, you have now been elevated to the position of GM of the Giants. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any. You have. Sole authority. I am the owner. I'm John Mara. I am the owner, and I'm, okay. having, I'm giving you a blank check on how to fix the Giants. That includes keeping Daniel Jones, keeping Daniel Jones for one year to be the gap quarterback for the third the third option. You picking a, a quarterback. What is yeah. Gabe Marte, GM of Big Blue, going to do at this point? GM, not fan, not fan. I, I, it has to be all analytics for you. There, there is no emotion involved. I know you're a big Daniel Jones fan. You have, you literally, I was there when you bought your number eight jersey. You know what I'm saying? I am asking you as the executive of the giants, the guy the the shot caller, the b-baller, everything, the
1: whole nine yards. So so as gm i give daniel jones obviously his uh his 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 second year uh that's guaranteed on the contract i draft um a high quarterback uh again if i can get rid of if i can if i happen to get the uh the 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 top draft pick which isn't going to happen i don't think but if we stay at number two Mm -hmm. probably like i said i'll draft down get like either uh may or Penix or that that harrison guy does look good uh sounds great Mm -hmm. sounds like he would be a new york kind of guy to uh pick up a receiver then get o-line depth and i'll have that quarterback working under dj and probably under no circumstances would i sign dj unless he would agree to stay as a backup
0: well, you do have him under under contract for technically the next three years after this, you know. So you have an out. We haven't out. We have an out yeah. next year. So, but you also do have him. You do have him for the next four years. Well, yeah, but we would have to restructure that
1: contract. Right. Would, so, would, so, it would. It would have to be like, hey, we need to restructure this. We're either going to have to take our out. Or you choose to restructure it and you stay on the team as a backup and you have more time to become the Giants, you know, QB. Who knows what happens? I'm giving you a chance to 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 kind of restart your career under the Giants as a backup. And and maybe maybe you become the the, the number one QB of the Giants again, you know, after sitting back a little bit. Um, what
0: happens What happens if DJ ruins your plans and balls out next year? <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, he's that's that's a, all yeah, the, yeah that, that's all the scenarios. Yeah, there, so, so, right? so if he balls if he balls out, then guess what? The once we once we get close enough to clinch the playoffs or we do or or playoff berth or we do clinch the playoff berth, now you're sitting out for whoever we drafted to play for the rest of the season so that we can at least give him some reps, see what he's got uh after sitting out the season learning from you and see if he's the real deal now so that we can start him the following year.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, that's cool. See, I mean, the move figured. that you got to
1: make. Like me personally, I want the Cinderella story where, where if Aaron Rodgers can come back and 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 the you hope for right? is still there, huh? You heard the story on NBC, right? That no, I didn't. He, he's targeting mid December. Oh yeah, yeah, but that that's already been like you know that's already been a story. But no, if if if, if the hope. Is still alive that Aaron Rodgers can come back? First of all, come back from this and and win the Jets a Super Bowl. Then why can't Daniel Jones come back to a team that can protect him? Okay, enough time for him to develop himself. Not just not sorry, not develop himself. He's he's already pretty developed, but get the synergy that you need to actually say, "Hey, this is our team," you know, and play well. You know, if we get Daniel Jones from last year, protection and weapons. Why can't Daniel Jones has have a chance to earn his job, you know, when Aaron Rodgers has blind faith that he's gonna win the Jets Super Bowl?
0: Two different quarterbacks. I know two different quarterbacks, quarterbacks, but still, like I can as a fan, as a fan,
1: that's what's in the like you guys are a fan. What I'm saying, no, 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 what I'm saying, you're not a fan. No, no, no. no, no, I already gave you my GM answer, (laughs) but I'm saying as a fan, I want the Cinderella story. If you guys have your Cinderella story, Aaron Rodgers, let me have mine with Daniel Jones. Me, I want him to ball out next year and take you take the Giants to a freaking Super Bowl, and then be like, "This is my team." You know? Does that happen? Yeah. Probably, not. probably not, not. not. Not 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 with this O line. So probably not. There wasn't really anything to talk about with the game, so uh, that's I think yeah. That's, that's what I'm
0: good. saying. I I I, I think, I think with the Giants now. Giants.
1: It's future talk. It's not
0: present talk with them, you know, because this is kind of a this is kind of the script that the Giants are going to be following for the next couple of weeks till the season ends. You know, um, Uh, I just it's 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 just horrible. We had we had hopes that this football season was going to be a lot more positive than than it's been so far, and um, yeah. This this football season is slowly but surely slipping away for the New York teams. One for one of them, the stamp has already been, you know, applied. Uh for the other one, you know, we're we're writing up the uh the death certificate right now. You know, yeah. we're just waiting for
1: the ink to dry. So <laughs> Yeah. The Giants were the dry the and then and then and then on the tombstone of both teams, on the Giants, it was like what the hell happened with the Jets? Oh, yeah. That happened again.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Uh, I think that's the end of the show.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, thank man. you guys for joining. We um, we do
0: have, just really quick. Giants Commanders oh, yeah. next week. Oh, jets that's teams.
1: right. Yeah, because we have Jets and Giants football to look forward to, right? Who knew? You know? But Yeah, anyway. we got the commanders. Uh, I don't know. Somehow looked pretty good today. Um, you know, the commanders, they, they, they're, they're kind of off and on. They, I feel like they're, they're, they're the a little bit on their performance, the but I feel like they, they're, they're a little bit, they're more of a, they're a mid team, but they're a little bit more solid than the jets. I would say, yeah. um, and you guys got the bills, which I don't know next week. I don't like, I'm, you know, I've this been a- so off on analysis. I'm going to predict. I'm gonna predict that the uh that that the Jets and Giants both lose. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll help you guys help us out a little bit. Here, here's maybe my, my prediction will help. This is my bit.
0: bold prediction. I, I do believe that the Giants are going to lose, but I think they're gonna be competitive. And in the Jets Bills game, I think that one team is gonna win and one team is gonna lose. There you go. So that's my bold right. prediction for next week.
1: Thank you guys for staying with us. Uh Again, don't forget to like, rate, share, and subscribe, especially share, especially rate and share. Okay, do us that favor, let people know that we exist. Uh, it helps us stay motivated and putting out episodes for all those you know, viewers and listeners that we do have. Thank you guys for uh, sticking through with us. Uh, it's been a fun, uh, it's been oh man, I almost said it's been a fun season, it's been fun recording, not so much a fun season for us, but uh, at least we can all kind of you know, uh you know live in our misery together so this is the type uh, of season
0: we've been having
1: yeah no, i know anyway that's going to do it for us <laughs> peace out guys all right later people